that's enough of that. All right. Thank you for tuning in to this. Uh, I guess to be a special edition of Random Thoughts. Uh, today, I have first time joining me, uh, Rye, as you could say, or I would say Rye, is it Rhea? It's Rye. <laughs> but Rye, Rye is okay. fine as well. All right. That's like, why, that's like, why do I keep saying Rye? Anyway, uh, thank you for joining me here today. Uh, would you tell the people about yourself? Um, I am a sometime Twitcher, um, working on a podcast myself, as well as a, um, a YouTube channel. Um, I do a lot of different things. I talk about music, politics. Um, I like makeup and fashion and home interior design, uh, play some of the easier games. So, um, and when I say easier, I'm talking about like Animal Crossing and The Sims and Mario Party, the easy stuff. Um, That's, those are games people love to watch. You don't have to be Elden Rings or whatever to, <laughs> to, to get some views or whatever. Uh, I wouldn't say I do it for the views. It's more just because I enjoy interaction with people. Mm-hmm. So um, when I stream, is usually I'm playing, but I want to play and hang out with other people. So not so much as the views, it's more so the engagement um, because I'm a bit of an introvert myself. So... Um, going outside <laughs> drains me quite a bit so it's it to be able to um be able to interact with people without having to be face to face and processing body language and all of that it's just literally i can only go by your words so it's great in that aspect but that's when i, I get that because actually uh, um and I don't know why my eyes, I don't know if I've had this light too bright at first. And so it's like drying my eyes out. I'm not tearing up. It's just my eyes are. Anyway, uh, actually me being on me being on camera is actually a big thing right now because majority of the time it's just like they don't need to see my face. It's like it's just and like and even you probably like in a discord, it's like my bitmoji is like always my default. It's like, I don't think I will ever Which put I, my face up there. It's just... I have to say, I love that. To be honest, <laughs> it's nice to see people who have their thing and stick with it instead of doing yeah. what is so popularized. Yeah. But yeah, I, and, and it's, it's, I don't know if it's from an introvert thing or just like a self-esteem thing, but it's like, it's like, well, I have this little cartoon and I could have him express all the other emotions and whatever that I, I need to or whatever, and it, it, it'll be fine. Uh, I, I have some people who pick on me for it, but it's like, you know, some of them is, some of them is, is like, when you've seen my face, so you know what I look like. You don't need me to right. always be on camera. But then I'm also a hypocrite because I've also encouraged other people to be like, you know, hey, you should do this and this because, you know, I'm all for well, I mean, it's one thing to enjoy uh, seeing other people. It's another thing when it's the thought of sharing yourself. I always right. said, um, because part of what kept me from 
really getting into social media like that and doing all the different things like now doing a podcast and um, streaming was I can handle my inner Mm-hmm. even handle a handful of outward thoughts but the idea of there being a mass of people who have something negative to say about something I can't change yeah. was rough for me and it has been why it's taken so long for me to really get off the ground because I want to say since 2014, I've had people ask me to start a YouTube channel to get into streaming. And I just couldn't get myself to do it. And it was for those specific reasons. I don't, I was too afraid of the opinions of the outside world to actually go forward with uh, anything else. Yes. Yeah, that's and we we do. Uh, I imagine we're about the same age, or close to the same age, and that is something uh, people in our our age group has to had to deal with, and especially because before people normally wouldn't have to deal with that unless they were either some type of celebrity, uh, either via right. uh, you know movie star, sports, whatever, or going to politics. That's the only time that you did back then, you know, maybe like 20, 30 years ago to where you actually had to worry about uh, people that you don't know, a regular person having to worry about people who they don't know, having an opinion about them. And as you say, a lot of times it's, it's rougher when it's something that you can't change because it's just like, well, I just, I don't know. What and, and, you know, there, there are those people who are just, they don't have any constructive criticism. Right. It's just like you said, they, they just want to say stuff and, you know, um, it is something that I, I am happy that it's something that even people that you watch and listen to who you think have gotten it down, who wouldn't be bothered by this, even they are bothered by it. You know, the, the notion that sometimes it, it, even with all, you know, listen to, all these comedians and listen to them talk and about their experience and whatever, and even acting and being on stage, their whole job consists around being out in the open. But even sometimes with them, it's just that, you know, they have little insecurities and sometimes it just takes that one person saying that one thing, um, they'll just set you off. Like no matter how many people are cheering for you, sometimes it only takes that one person to kind of throw your whole, you know, your whole day off or whatever they said. Right. And that's, that was, it took a lot. Well, I won't say took, it's still taking quite a bit um, for me to kind of open up to that realm and um, be more, for lack of a better term, open to saying, hey, it comes with the territory people are going to have something negative to say, just still do you. Because that's the thing, I, for the most part, don't care. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, based off of the topic that we were going to uh, jump into today, I really don't care. It's more so the idea of the people around me who would. Mm. Um, I have a have young nieces and a nephew who are. Um, they're all coming up in that age where they're starting to get inquisitive. They're starting to venture out into the internet, into the world around them. Um, and the idea of them catching those type of things, especially with one who, I don't know how my sister managed to do this, but she creeped me just a little bit darker. I mean, we personality-wise, we are almost exact same. The things we like are almost the exact same. The things that get us excited, the things that bother us, it's literally, she is me 2.0. Mm. And the thought of me being out there like that and then somebody having something to say, um, not a against her to me, I feel like she would internalize some of it if she caught it right. or she would uh, feel bad for me and always be overprotective of me. Um, just with how things have gone for the last two weeks for me, she just got a cell phone for her birthday. This baby has called me every other day for the last two weeks just to check on me so things uh, like that go through my head like i want to protect those that i care about because somebody can say something to me i'm going to either say something back or keep it pushing um i'm just more so concerned about how it'll affect those around me so one day I will get into the headspace of as long as I'm fine, they'll be fine. Um, just not quite there yet. Yeah. It, and it, and, you know, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm the same way, uh, still working on, working on my, my own self image, whatever. Mm -hmm. Because for me, it's a thing that no matter Somebody else can tell you that, oh, no, you're fine. Everything is whatever. But until you get that for yourself, it doesn't matter. Which is also funny because it was a thing of, you know, at least for me, of thinking like other people may say something or may think a certain way. And then I internalize that so much that even when I receive some of that, I guess, validation, that I thought I would never get, I'm still just like, yeah, but I don't believe you though. You know, I, it's I like, <laughs> yeah, it's like I told myself this so much that it has become, you know, but yeah, it's, it's, it's still something to work on. But I think you're right that um, as long as your nieces and, and you know, your, your nephew, them working through it can also be through you, especially, you know, the one who calls you all the time. If she sees how you handle it, then, you know, that could also help her, encourage her to handle it. 
and I think that, you know, a lot of times it is the, it is kind of things like, well, yeah, it comes with the territory, but then at the same time, I also don't like the notion of normalizing disrespect, if that right. makes sense. Um, cause I know with the whole, um, was it uh, Scarlett Johansson and suing Disney thing? You know, a lot of people just like, oh, well, you know, it's just, you know, a rich person and, you know, rich, rich individuals fighting over whatever. And I was just like, yeah, that is one way to look at it. But at the same time, they wrote a contract with her and did all this other stuff and then didn't honor it and also kind of went to steps to where they wouldn't have to. I was like, that's right. kind of messed up. It's kind of disrespectful. It's like, so at what, at what point am I making enough money to where I should be okay with being disrespected? Right. And, and it, honest, that whole yeah. fiasco, at first I was mad at her because when the news first broke that she was suing Disney for um, releasing um, through the app, I was like, yeah. crap this is getting ready to ruin it for the, those of us like me who hate going to the movie theater because I hate those talkers in the movie right. theater. And I'm a talker. <laughs> I'm not going to lie about it. I'm a talker. Um, I talk to the TV. I talk. Uh, I might have like a tidbit or something that I caught that I'm pretty sure the person that I'm with at the theater may not have. And I'm hey, yo, you catch that? But I am the type of person that I know how to whisper. I know that a whisper is not me talking like this. This isn't a whisper. This is just me talking with more rasp to me. And it bothers the hell out of me that people will go to the theater and talk like that. But I can hear every word that you're saying, and you're four seats down from me. If you're four seats down from me, if you're saying, have anything to say to the person that is directly next to you, I should not hear your voice. Because you're All close right. enough that you can get to the ear and actually whisper. The fact, because like, outside of that, other noises don't really affect me. Like, if you're phone is on vibrate and it vibrates. That's not going to bother me. If you snicker, sneeze, if you're opening a bag, it's not bothering me. As long as you just hurry up and open up the damn bag. Like if you're trying to right. be, it's like the people who try to be quiet, it takes so, there's so much rather it's like, it's like open the freaking bag. Just open it up. See, oh, I sorry. have gotten Go to the point that I like to keep small scissors in my purse when I'm going. So that way I could just cut, cut, cut. Yeah. Little to no noise. But it's the talking that bothers me. Especially like when um, I went to go see Doctor Strange too. Yeah. The entire movie, there was two ladies on either end. One here, one here. And they were probably about two to three seats down. Just and they always did it right when I was getting into the movie again. Like, I'm the type of person that gets immersed into what I'm watching so much so that it's almost like I'm there. 
Mm-hmm. And so that's how I enjoy, that's how I release that, because I love movies. And uh, again, back to what we were going to talk about, I'm very hypercritical about oh, really? actors. Yes. And it's more so because one, I want it to be one. Okay. Yeah. I did go uh, take steps to get into acting. Um, one thing that I learned while doing so is that I am somewhat of a natural. And because of that, when I'm actors, I think, okay, here's the scenario. This is the emotions that are trying to be conveyed. It was it believable to me? Like, mm-hmm. look like they were putting on a show or did it look like they were actually filming? Because one thing that a lot of us don't realize is that when it comes to acting, it's more than just what you see here. And sadness isn't just a frown in the face. Um, Sadness isn't just frowns and tears. Sadness is that relaxed state in your face. The eyes even droop a little. Sometimes there might be a little frail in the uh, You may have little ticks that shows that you're trying to pull back on that emotion. If I don't get those things, just in the face, like if we're doing a close-up, just like how I am right now, and that's all I'm seeing. I'm not seeing your body because a lot of times when you're sad and you're trying to hold back on that emotion, you fidget. It's a natural human thing. We try to comfort ourselves in some type of way. We either clasp our hands or we hold ourselves or we tap our feet or move our fingers or there's always something outside of just the face. Our our body relaxes. So it's almost like we slump a little bit, just like our face. If I can't see that, you weren't sad. You were pretending to be sad. Because you can do all of that without bringing out tears. You can do all of that without frowning. If I can't get that, you didn't do your job. If you can't do that at all, you're not a true actor. Because a actor, a good one, knows how and when, like perfectly timing it, to bring that in and cut that out. And it doesn't have to, you don't require multiple cuts throughout that scene for it to come in and leave. I'm what when I say I'm technical when it comes to acting, I am I, I see that. I didn't I didn't know that about you. I didn't think that we'd be getting a <laughs> a master class in acting. I was just like, oh that's <laughs> like that was all deep. That's why I was I was just listening. I was like, oh this is wouldn't expect yeah, that. It's like it's a passion. I, I used to want to do theater 
forever. I thought once upon a time I would get a chance away. I mean, and I have had big time auditions in the past. Uh, for, oh, for, for what? TV and movies. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. um, it's just harder being in Texas and not willing to be in California and New York or auditioning all the way out in California and New York. Um, what ends up happening is you if you're going to be out of state, out of those two states, you pretty much have no choice but to find a uh, agency. Mm -hmm. and then or be recruited which it's funny because in the in the mid to late 90s well mid 90s to mid 2000s it was hyper exaggerated that you could just walk down the street and somebody's going to recruit you right um now it seems like it's more the thought process is more of, it's not that easy, but it's kind of in the middle. If you just so happen to be in the right place at the right time, you can get recruited. Um, and I think, I had that uh, oh, no, it's okay. <clears throat> no, I was gonna say, and I, also, I, <laughs> I also think the uh, social media has kind of played into that with content yeah. creators, what we've seen them pull it from content creators, like uh, was uh, TJ Youngfly, 85 South, and certain things like that to where they're pulling people from all the YouTube or whatever, Instagram, and that's kind of making stars too, as well. Right. Yeah, see, for me, it was, I don't know if I wanna go too deep into it because these are stories that will come up uh, once I finally figure out how to do my own podcast, but um, well, you know what? In that case, we can save them, and then we we can get together at another time and try to yes. because as I told another friend who hadn't started a podcast, she made a mention of it. I was like, "Oh, why don't you start one?" And she made the mistake of telling me that she thought about it, and I harassed the hell out of her until she actually did it. And there's some other things that she wants to do, and I'm going to harass her until she does that too. So, <laughs> since she told me now that something, you want to do, yes, you're on my list. Uh, I'll let you know. I mean, and you know, plenty, you know, people, uh, but the uh, trendy was the Girls Can't Geek podcast, you know, people mm -hmm. who you can reach out to and, you know, get it started. The easiest way to do it is just to do it. Um, right. Me, myself, well, I use. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was, I was I was saying, saying me and myself, I use Anchor. And what I'm using right now is um partner with Anchor and Spotify. That's what I'm just trying it out right now to try to get more comfortable doing videos. Um but Anchor, it could just be audio and you know, you can do it on your computer, you can do it on your phone, and it does everything as far as like uploading, you can add music or whatever. And it will distribute it everywhere. I'm on Apple, I'm on Google, Spotify, other places. And so, you know, just record something and put it out there. And then once once you get once you get past that step of just putting yourself out there, it'll get easier every time. 
And that's what I was going to say right now. Um, I already registered it with, um, what did I register with? <laughs> I forgot what I registered with. Um, I think it's the whatever database kind of dis distributes your podcast uh, yeah. throughout the different avenues or um, apps that uh, shares podcasts. I use that to register it. Um, I just hadn't, well, one, I hadn't really had the time. Um, now I do, so I, I planned on jumping into that probably while I'm available for the next few weeks. Um, but also, I wasn't sure what software to use. Um, and then I'm, I'm trying to figure out editing and all that stuff, too. So it was just like a lot of different that I just hadn't got a chance to get to. Um, but hopefully in the next coming, I want to two weeks, um, I should be able to get that off the ground. I was going to start asking questions to those of you who already had podcasts. Uh, to figure out uh, the best way to go about recording. If you guys edit your podcast, the best uh, avenue for editing your podcast as well. Um, and then eventually, like I said, I do, because I am on Twitch and I'm trying to get in the swing of uh, streaming more there, um, all streams will uh, also translate over to YouTube. So that way, um, there's two different avenues where you can catch some of the content that I do. So okay, yes. Yeah. We'll be talking. Uh, we will definitely be yeah. talking because I think we should get into more industry stuff. And when I say industry, I mean like pretty much overall uh, when it comes to um, entertainment. Right. And I think uh, uh, one thing, because we, we both met through the uh, KOS Discord, yeah. And that is one thing, if anything, that Kev, and it's funny, uh, in his interview that he did with Angel today, he talked about the unhealthy amount of rejection that comes from being in Hollywood. And he said, that's why I created all this. So I would have to deal with that. And it's just you know, like, what's, yeah. What's funny is he and I actually share the same dream. Oh, really? I used to, I well, not used to, I still want to start my own uh, studios here in Texas. Um, one thing, one thing that kind of keeps me here, um, is because about five years ago, they passed a few state bills that allows, allows it or makes it easier for the entertainment industry to film here and record <laughs> you, here. From, from what I heard, like... Because um, I, I listen to a, a podcast that's based out of Austin. From what I heard, they used to call like you know Austin and Texas like Little Hollywood or whatever. There used to be a lot more production. Dallas, Dallas, that's what it was. But Greg Abbott, you know, kind of killed that or whatever. With well, uh, at one, no, it wasn't Abbott. It was, was um, it? Perry. Perry. Perry okay. Yeah. And so there was a high tax rate for anything entertainment done 
entertainment-wise done here in the state. Mm. That's why everybody was going outside of the state because what people fail to realize is because of how big the state is and how open and how much space we have, there's a lot of celebrities who were here. I Yeah, I heard that. I want to say, didn't... I'm sorry, give me one second. I want to say Anthony Mackie recently purchased some land mm-hmm. there. Okay, yeah, I couldn't remember I whether it was Texas or not. If I'm not mistaken, okay. he's from here, but I can't remember where. Yeah, I can't remember if he's from here. And hey, you'll exactly have to from because I'm not from Texas. So okay. I don't have a huge knowledge of like all the celebrities who were born and raised here, unless they're like one of my favorites, like Matthew McConaughey. Um, I'm sorry, it's New Orleans. That man. New Orleans, okay. Okay, yeah, about 20 acres of land. Where if it was here, yeah. See, what I wanted to do was, because I live in Dallas area, um, I wanted to do the exact same thing Kevin's doing and uh, get my hands on a few studios. I wanted to, um, or not studios, but warehouses. Start my own set of studios where you can do filming, audio recording, you can do television, broadcasting. If it's entertainment related, I want it to be able to have it housed in one place. And eventually I wanted to turn it into a bigger complex where it does all encompassing arts. So if you sew, there's a sewing studio. If you're a painter, there's a, a painting studio. If there you do pottery, we have that. We have woodworking. I want all-encompassing art. Uh, I wanted to do it in a way that made it affordable for the everyday person to get out there and get their start on their own. Um, that was always a dream of mine because then I wanted to turn around and segue that into mentorship for younger children. And well, not just younger children, but for all ages of children, as long as you're under the age of 19, I wanted to encompass that uh, to show children that there is a way to be into the industry without having to be a star. Yeah, I think that's important because we we only think about the the people on the screen, but if you <laughs> like if you listen to any actor, especially when they're talking about like, yeah, when they have to do certain scenes that we think are, like, romantic or sexy, it's just like, yeah, it would be, but there's, like, ten other people around you with lights and different things. It's like, there are so many right. people who help, and recently, and once again, talking about get dipping a little bit into the subject that we were supposed to be talking about, but I'm enjoying this, too, so I don't want to make it like, but recently, there were some people who were kind of exposed because there's a lot more people involved in even the music industry that we don't think of that kind of helps make the people who we think are good sound even better or completely different entirely. Uh, Like our good old verses taught us. (laughs) Exactly. It's just like, oh, 
you, you oh, was 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 the, the fucked around and found out, but right. Uh, but no, I uh, I I thought about that. The, the same, not so much, not as altruistic as, you know, helping others. But, you know, I have my little daydream moments. And in St. Louis, there are, unfortunately, a lot of condemned buildings. Um, but there are a lot of, like, Excuse me. places. Oh, you're fine. Um, warehouses that are no longer, um, you know, warehousing or whatever, or former factories, whatever. I've seen a lot of them. And I just think about, I just think about like, man, if I had the money and resources, I can take that and knock it down. And it's like, you don't need that much space to like create different sets for different places and whatever, if you wanted to film something. Right. And just, you know, and I've, I've been in theater. And so I've seen talented people who can make a set and like kind of it's like okay we're done with this one roll it out the way or you know build something else right. so yeah I've, I've thought about that too and you know you're you're not dead yet so who, who you know there's there's no there's nothing saying that you can't do that in some way you know in the future because well, i i would I, I would think that it's better it, it would be better to have something outside of uh hollywood and new york and you know, now you have yeah the Tyler Perry in Atlanta, you know, to take advantage of all those, you know, different avenues. Right. And that's the goal. Um, my hope. And I kind of. Again, so that way it's not as uh, forefront. Mm -hmm. um, just because I don't want to put too much hope into something that may not come to fruition. Right. But my hope is that my social media presence will eventually grow to that I can make that happen. Um, because that's something that I have um, been trying to instill in my nieces and nephew is that it's okay to want to be in the industry just know that there's more to the industry outside of being the star and also understanding what comes with the star right. because look at Johnny Depp he has as long as I have been alive been one of my favorite actors what this went through with Amber Heard is mind-blowing but this is part of fame this is part yeah. of being the star somebody is going to try to ride your way to get their own and they will go so far as to tear you down to get it because that's the one thing that came i really walked away from keeping up with that trial was that the whole purpose for her, one, being with him, but two, tearing him down, was to further herself. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we would have to do a whole nother podcast just to go into. Yeah, we, what you know what, I, 
I, I definitely because I, I I can I can already tell there's a lot of different things I want to get into, but it made and and just quickly uh, before we because I want to go ahead and get into the the topic, but one of the main things I think of is Monique and how like her her just recent feud with Dio Hughley and all the craziness involved in that and. You know, she just recently said of her deal with uh, her lawsuit with Netflix or whatever. Uh, she's, you know, supposedly she's cool with Lee Daniels again now. So she's going to be in whatever project he's doing. Um, and uh, 50 Cent said that, you know, he's going to have her in some stuff. So she's starting to get back in there. But then she it's like she still can't help herself but to start something with somebody else to where it's like, And, and somebody made a, a good point where it's like her apology. Um, and I did a quotation marks because I feel like if you start off with, well, if I hurt you, it's like, that's not a real apology. Yeah. It's like, you know, you hurt me. You know, something happened. That's why we've had this back and forth. It's like, you know, if if you say, well, if I hurt you, that means that you still don't actually believe that, that you did anything wrong. If that's the case, I'm, I'd rather you just go ahead and keep it. Because it's, it's worthless. Because um, it's basically but, you're just trying to save face. Right. Leave, leave some wiggle room to be like, you know, so you can still claim some type of, you know, victory or whatever. But yeah. But I, it, I think it, he has a victim complex. Mm-hmm. Over the years. And the many, many views. She has a victim complex. In all circumstances, everyone has wronged her. She has never wronged anyone else. She's never at fault. So that tells me she takes more value in being the victim instead of being right or wrong. Or... I would say being the victim allows her to justify her going over the top. It's just like, well, I wouldn't have done this if they hadn't wronged me. And there are cases where it's like, yeah, you could say that her initial thing, you know, to where she was quote unquote blackballed was not quote unquote, whatever. She was blackballed. It's like, yeah, she, you could have a valid point, but at the same time, you also have to take a, you also have to take a look in, how your actions played and how things turned out, because um, you could be you could be totally you could be totally valid in what you feel and how you feel and why you feel that way, but also remember the way you go about it also dictates things too, because um, some people do have does do have a scorch earth approach to where they're saying, well, I don't care they did whatever. It's just like well. You know, pe- people always like to act like they're the baddest person in the world. But then at the same time, it's just like, yeah, you're so bad, but you got into with people who are better than you. And yeah. so you see that for this long time, you weren't acting. So as bad as you are, it's like you, you can't talk about how bad you are. And then at the same time, complain about, well, I didn't get to do this because of this. It's like, well, if you're so bad, do it yourself. That, that was another reason 
especially seeing stuff like Kev and everybody do their own thing to where I'm just like, okay, so you weren't in movies and stuff. However, um, it's, there was nothing, I'm not understanding what was stopping her from doing her own thing somewhere else. Right. And then, you know, having your own tour, whatever, that, that was the whole thing that confused me about the, the Netflix thing. It's like, if you didn't like what Netflix was offering you, then film your thing, film your special, and then sell it somewhere else. The thing is How that- How many other com comedians did that exact thing that you mentioned? Right. And catapulted their own career just because they did their own recordings of their own set and distributed them. But the but the thing is that would have exposed <clears throat> just as much. It's it's one thing for people to and and here's another thing that some companies find out. You may have a lot of followers, having a lot of having a lot of followers and having a lot of people like click like on your thing does not always translate directly into who's going to actually spend money to go and see you. Right. It's the diehards. You know. It's the ones that you see time and time again. And but I think especially from the older generation, a lot of them don't realize all of that comes from engagement. Mm -hmm. When people feel like they're your friend, or I wouldn't say that they're your friend. When people feel that you are open with them. Right is when they feel like, or not necessarily just that, but when they feel like you're open and they feel like what you do translates to them or that they um, can, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? They seem authentic. Yes, authentic when it feels like it's you that you're not putting on a show that you're being yourself and it just so happens to be entertaining is yeah. when you hook people in that's why people like kev on stage have the following he has a uh, tanksley she has that following that they have because people feel like they know them as not only the person but as the artist And to kind of segue that, that's why I feel like the way I do about the person of topic. Right. <laughs> no, we, we, we've danced around it. I could, I could kind of make this a, a, a known separate thing, but let's, let's, let's just go and get into it. Thank you for listening to this episode all the way to the end. I appreciate your patronage, but I would also love it if you would check out these other great podcasts as well. Hello, 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 you guys. This is your girl, Melodic. If you haven't already noticed, I've been on Bold Expressions a couple of times with your guy, Carl. And yeah, I'm a little bit of a loud mouth. <laughs> 
But if you want to get a little bit more of my content, stop by Soapbox Off. It's my podcast where I come with hard-hitting topics that are jaw-dropping, thought-provoking, and thought-challenging. So if you come, come with your emotions on neutral and your critical thinking on high. You can also see some of the things that I put out on Instagram at Soapbox Off. And if you like what you see, feel free to find me on any of the podcast platforms. And you can also email me at soapboxoff at gmail.com. Hope you guys are enjoying the show. I'm going to let you get back to it. Hi. Right. <laughs>